The following is not to be taken seriously. Patrick and Ryan are not experts. They are semi-professional amateur hobbyists, and their views and opinions reflect as such. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shiny Things, the podcast where we talk about what we're passionate about. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick. I'm the other host, I'm Ryan. And uh, what is a shiny thing, Ryan? Uh, a shiny thing is a thing that we're like interested in. Have you ever like seen the memes about like crows and how they like, collect shiny baubles and stuff? <laughs> it's kind of like that, except that you're the crow and hobbies and collecting things and stuff you like are the shiny baubles. That sounds That's perfect. a shiny thing. <laughs> That's very apt. I love it. Um uh, and this episode is your episode, so what, yes. what do you have for us today? Uh, so let me let me posit to you a thing oh before boy. we get into it. All right, yeah, yeah, positing. Uh, pretend you don't know me. Okay. And I say, RC, remote control car, what comes to mind? Uh, well, oddly enough, yeah, I alluded, I think, on the 40K episode um, that, you know, I grew up near Hobbytown, mm-hmm. so they had, like, RC, they had, like, an old RC setup. And uh-huh. So... I think of like you know cool looking RC cars that, that can go off ramps and stuff and survive the f- hopefully the, the impacts. Yeah, bashing. That's yeah. What, that's what's called in that <laughs> hobby. Uh, but like they're fast mm-hmm. and they have tracks set up for them with some jumps and stuff. Sometimes they run on dirt. Sometimes they run on carpet. Sometimes they run on asphalt. It kind of mm-hmm. depends on what you're doing. And my it's, if you probably gleaned from all this, <laughs> my thing this week, my shiny thing is RC cars, but not. Those kinds of RC cars. And I. this is why I said, pretend you don't know me, because mm-hmm. you know what I have. Right, yeah. I have RC trucks that are crawl or trail trucks. And okay. going fast is not the, the point of these things. Going over things is the point of these things. And... um that's that's like the major difference. I think the fastest one that I have, like on a full charge at top gear and stuff, is like twenty miles per hour, which is still faster mm-hmm. than you. Right. But it's <laughs> compared to the cars that you were just talking about, it's very very slow, mm-hmm. and they can go very slow because like mine shift down into like a low gear, and then if you just barely touch the trigger and stuff, it will just kind of slowly go over everything. But it's kind of like it's like rock crawling that you see like jeeps and stuff do. Same idea, except tiny trucking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, we messed around with yours in your backyard, and we set up like all these a couple logs yeah, and all stuff, these yeah, obstacles. And that was, uh, uh, that was a cool introduction because I, you know, obviously, like you just said, I in my mind, RC cars, you gotta go fast all the time, and you're, you're racing yourself. And so to have but, a car that you know, to that's built specifically to like go over anything you throw at it. Almost Hopefully. anything, yeah. Almost try to at least. Yeah, you try to at least. Uh, that's a that was a that was a cool, very cool thing. That's a good way of putting it. Obstacles, like mm-hmm. the whole point of it is obstacles and trying to overcome them. And like maybe you have to go a little sideways and you know drop a tire here, but like you know you know lock up the differentials and get over it. Um, and really fast for people who don't know what that meant. Um, your car has the ability to turn its tires at different speeds. That's how it can get around corners really well. And okay. locking the differentials means that you're making the tires turn at the same speed, okay. which is really bad for turning. You're going to end up like dragging a tire or something doing mm-hmm. that, but it means you have a lot of grip, especially if you hang a tire. Uh, that tire will just spin in the air and do nothing for you. Uh, 
because it's taking all the energy away from the tire that's still touching the ground and that one won't turn at all. So if you lock it, they both move no matter what. So you will be able to move the car off of your obstacle and keep going. So part of the part of the uh, the hobby is knowing when to turn those on and off to help you get around a turn or potentially like get over an obstacle that you have to drop a tire for. So there's a lot of strategy with it, honestly, and learning the lines and stuff. And yeah, there's competitions for them too. And I've been to one and like some people are really, really good at it. <laughs> I said that, that was going to be my next question is, is like, what do you get judged on at a competition for, for like rock crawling? Uh, the amount of stuff you clear or part of it. The so they, they set up, they set up gates. Okay. They, they set up gates on the course, on whatever you're doing. Uh, like I've seen like some hill climbs. I've seen just like rock, like basically <laughs> what to you and I is a boulder mm-hmm. and to the car is like a mountain. <laughs> and like they'll set up gates across that and stuff. And some of them are more extreme than others. Like, like, oh, how are you supposed to make it up like a 65 degree grade in a real car? The answer is you don't. Um, but an RC car might be able to do it. And then, uh, but I've also seen like, there's a thing here in Michigan called the gauntlet and it's like two to three miles of trails that just go out into the back country. Oh wow. And like, that is just like, that's cool. Can you make it? <laughs> yeah. And like, it, it goes into the night and stuff too, which means you need to have lights on your truck and stuff. It's, oh, wow. it's pretty cool. But yeah. So they, so what they judge you on before you even start, they look at your truck and they like, you know, you get a point here and there, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Because like you have like all these additional things that could help you. Right. Like, like I got like, uh, this higher suspension and my bumpers are metal instead of yours that are plastic. So that, you know, gives me bonus points, which I don't want. You don't want points. Okay. Lower points is good. Uh, but it also means like I expect you with the lower points to make it up on the course because right, right. I can get over these obstacles easier and not get the points there. Mm-hmm. And then it's just getting to the, like, do you have to touch the truck, like, to flip it over? Points. Do you have to, <laughs> do you have to back up to better make this angle? Points. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, like, do you have to use a winch to like, haul yourself over something? Mm-hmm. Points. <laughs> Did you touch the gate? Points. Wow. Did you leave the, uh, the surface of the designated area because there's two lines? points like, <laughs> so you just rack them up that way and yeah, stuff. yeah okay the goal is to get as few points as possible wow that's that's cool though that's super cool uh so, I, i've never been to the gauntlet but i want to go that, no, sounds, that, like so that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> just to go around in the woods with rc cars that sounds great mm-hmm. <laughs> actually there was a guy i forget his name but he was doing a thing called recon g6 and his whole thing is like I don't want to do like the structured competitions and stuff. We bought these trucks to like to you know do like overlanding stuff like you would do in a real car. So we're gonna do that. So he sets up these huge like weekend events that like simulates like kind of like the gauntlet, only a little bit differently structured. Um, like there's like you're not allowed to touch the the truck. Like if you flip over, you're going to either need to a have a winch or b Hope your buddy is nearby so he can come and kind of push you over and you know get the truck back up. Yeah. And then uh, like I've seen them like cross a river and you have to drive onto a little raft and then go across the river and pull on a rope to pull the the truck across and then drive off the ramp and then send it back for the next person. <laughs> and it's it's like one of those little like immersive things. Like this, it feels simple, mm-hmm. but it just sounds so much fun. Right. Yeah. No, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> 
And yeah, especially if you go with a friend, like friends, that'd be a great. Yeah, like it's, know, it's a great, great weekend event. Yeah. I have a spare truck, so if you want to go, <laughs> I, might, I would <laughs> gladly do this. <laughs> that sounds like a ton of fun. <laughs> Uh, so let's go on with uh, our standard questions. Uh, so how did you get into this? Remember how I got into iRacing? <laughs> yes. Do, do you remember? Yes. Yeah, it was. I was browsing the internet, and, yes. a, and the thing popped up. This is the exact same thing. Wow. So there was a guy. The internet strikes uh, again. <laughs> yeah, the internet strikes again. Got me again. Gosh darn it, internet. Uh, so I think it was a YouTube channel. A guy, I think RC Sparks was the name. And mm-hmm. he has a lot of videos on like all the stuff he does. And it was mostly um, like the crawl competition that he built a, a course in his, at the time backyard, apparently he moved, uh, but also like some construction vehicles and stuff too. And uh, I think he was building a tank that his son could ride in. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> but the point was I, I was really interested in like the crawl stuff. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so then I was looking into it and way back when, I don't know how long, but as far as I'm aware there used to not be like ready-made trucks for this. So people would have to take like the race trucks and put like different engines in them oh, and, stuff, and wow. like detune them to make it so that they can do this. Uh-huh. And then in recent years, companies have like, Oh, this is a whole market. <laughs> so they, they've released their own with like the, with the lockers and all that stuff that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that are special made for this, uh, axial and Traxxas being the big two. Uh, and I have Traxxas trucks and i'm not particularly loyal to any brand but all my like batteries and stuff are traxxas so i'm just going to keep getting traxxas yeah i mean if, i already have if you know it works like, yeah why yeah, not <laughs> if it works if it's if, if it's proven but you uh, might as well. so i i was watching these videos and just got obsessed with them and just watching them and like this is so cool <laughs> and then like some people like there's i don't know how else to say it but like there's it's a big thing in korea to just film your tiny trucks like driving through like mud and rivers and just kind of doing safaris set to like country rock music okay there's a bunch (laughs) of channels that do this so i you know watched a bunch of those too i'm like this just seems like it'd be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. so then i convinced the wife like hey can i buy one of these and she said yes and so i went out and got one that i actually had to put together because uh, you can buy them ready to go out of the out of the box. Just put a battery in it, and you're golden. That's everything you need. But I I bought one that I can put together myself because that way I could choose the body that goes on it. And I picked a uh, an F one fifty Raptor with a cab on the back, so it looked like an SUV kind of thing. Oh yeah, and uh, that's the one that you got to play around yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, like putting it together and learning how it all goes together and stuff, and uh, painting it myself and all that. That's part of the hobby that was pretty fun and then and it was just finding places to go to to crawl around with it that's yeah that's really cool i uh, yeah i mean just getting to play around with yours for for that one time that was that was a lot of fun so i was like ooh, is Almost. It, am i gonna <laughs> am i gonna pick up yet another hobby <laughs> i would do it a lot more often if i had someone to do it with oh boy <laughs> on a more regular basis yeah like if i go to the competitions and stuff people are obviously there right to talk with them and stuff yeah but it's different when you have a friend it's pack. true it's true <laughs> and that is a good motivator too <laughs> to get yeah, into yeah. it's like oh there's someone there's, that, yeah there's most that's how most of these hobbies go right yeah if you have someone to do it with like, yeah that, like, then it, you get all in and oh, we're in this together <laughs> and then and then you end up buying a random dragon ball game at gen con i mean what <laughs> what no one's no one's ever done that before uh, <laughs> 
Um, no, that that that's really cool. So like, what? Uh, I guess moving on to the next question, you kind of already answered it, but like, so what do you get out of it? Like, what 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 keeps you going? In I this? think there's different aspects to the hobby that you can. I mean, we already you, yeah, okay, we already kind of touched on the social aspect. There's the social but, aspect, yeah. Like, but different parts of this hobby do different things at mm-hmm. different times. Like, one is the the challenge of the obstacle. Like, there was at the last competition I went to when I had some downtime because I wasn't partaking in what like the mud crawl because I didn't want to have to clean my truck afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, the mud gets all up and everything. You got to clean it out. And I don't, eh, I didn't want to. <laughs> um, so I spent a lot of time on this Big one mood. obstacle that at the time, uh, when I got graded on it, I failed. Like I couldn't make it up the obstacle. So I spent like probably an hour and a half just on this one obstacle, trying to find the right way to get up without making the car, like take a tumble down, down it. So it really clicks with that competitive competition part of your brain. Like I, like i I have to beat this thing that's in front of me, even though ultimately it was a leftover concrete slab from some road, hmm. like just at an angle that you had to go up and with some sand on it to make it loose. Simple enough for you and I to go up. Right. A lot more difficult for <laughs> a tiny truck that doesn't weigh much. Yeah. And then uh, the building aspect pings off like the same thing like the model building does. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's fun to put things together and take them apart and clean them up and put them back together again. And yeah. Or, like, take the engine out and put a different engine in it. Yeah, you know? I just say the, the tinkering aspect definitely. Yep. Uh, like, oh, I don't like the mind. way the foam is yeah. in this, these tires. They don't grip very well, so I'm going to put different tires and different foam in them and stuff. And But now I'm going to swap out the rims because now it's got to match of the course. rest of the truck. Yeah, and, you know, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, down the rabbit hole you go. <laughs> yep, yep. And so, yeah, so like it gives, it does a lot of different things for you and for me. Yeah, that. Yeah, that uh, I I kind of had that in my mind. I was like, he's probably gonna say like, because uh, just viewing it from afar and viewing like and just thinking how I would get into it, like that's all of it. <laughs> yeah. it, it. Like you just said, like everything about it, you know, does different things for you. And I mean, the tinkering alone for me, I was like, ooh, that'd be scratching that itch of. <laughs> I think I would do that part a lot more often if I had like proper space for it. But I have enough other hobbies and not enough space for them that that one kind of gets put to the side mm-hmm. a lot. Like yeah. I, I did want to change out the body on the F one fifty to like a Baja Volkswagen Bug. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and paint it like a metallic teal. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would look really fun. I just haven't had time or space to do it. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I, I inherited a nice work workbench in the garage. Oh so boy. Like, <laughs> so what you're saying is I need to bring all my stuff over. Oh yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> what? I don't need money. What's what? <laughs> Uh, that's cool. So, like, would you recommend looking online to, to like, get parts and uh, truck or stuff, or would you recommend, like, going to a hobby store? I think and, it like, depends on finding... what, what you're looking for. Okay. Um, and I say that because, like, some hobby shops only carry, like, Traxxas stuff. Right. Like, the nearby shop that we have to us, mm-hmm. they're Traxxas only. So okay. if you have an Axial... Like you're kind of you're kind of so yeah kind of you're kind of a little bit screwed. Like you're going to need to go somewhere else or look online. Mm-hmm. There's also like if you need like springs or something, and you know exactly what springs you need, you can buy them directly from Traxxas or Axial or, oh, okay. or whoever you're right. buying it from. If you need like custom parts, you're probably going to have to go online. But it's I at least in, for our 
a hobby shop here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really mark things up that like from Traxxas. So if I need something from Traxxas, I can just pop over there and get it today. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's nice to support local right, businesses right. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and if I really wanted to, I could take my truck in, I can set it down on the counter and say, make this competitive. <laughs> Money is not an object, and they will crack their knuckles and the, get yes, to work. excellent. Because <laughs> the guys behind the counter, they're in the hobby too. Right. So they, they know like some of the best stuff or like what you want to stay within your scale, which I'll explain in a second. Mm-hmm. And the, but like some things, like if I wanted to change, because I almost did this, if I wanted to change out my like uh, F one fifty body for like a hard shell uh, Jeep Cherokee body, like I'd have to buy that online. They only sell it online. Mm-hmm. And the shell that the car normally is is a Lexan body, like a Lexan soft plastic. It kind of moves around and stuff. That way, it doesn't really break, right? So a hard shell is exactly what it sounds like. It's basically like a hard plastic. Um, okay. and is more solid, but more realistic and more detailed. Then that's where people get into like, I'm making my truck look exactly like a real truck that goes off, off road <laughs> as opposed to a, an exaggerated characterization of the truck that goes off road. Because right. like, if you look at mine right now, the tires that are on it are absolutely massive for yeah. an actual vehicle to have. <laughs> there are people who put on like scale size stuff. Mm-hmm. So it looks the same scale as it would be if they had like a lifted Jeep. That's cool. And so there, there's different like scales uh, in the hobby. This is something I forgot to mention earlier and you reminded me or I reminded myself. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> and uh, there's like scale two. Like this is like out of the box. This is what it looks like. I'm a, I'm guessing uh, two through zero. It might be the other way around. I'm pretty sure I'm correct, but it doesn't really matter. And... Uh, and, like, this is how it looks out of the box, which is, like, the exaggerated proportions and stuff. Scale one is, like, this is the truck that as it would be if it was real life and stuff. And it has, like, the smaller tires and less clearance because this is the same proportions that a real car would have. And then, like, scale zero are, like, the crazy, like, rock crawlers with the giant tires and the teeny tiny body in the center and the huge sway arms and stuff. <laughs> like, they, those are, like, and they have, like... Uh, they have like steering in the back mm-hmm. like monster trucks do so they can turn the back tires and the front tires so it basically spin on place and keep going okay and so when you join a competition and stuff like you basically declare what scale you're in and they grade you based on that and so, like you obviously uh, can't take okay. a scale or in in my head here a class one and enter it as a class zero it's clearly not and mm-hmm. it won't compete in the same stuff as the other ones will okay that makes sense uh and like, if you're not sure what's you know what class you're in, you just go to the judge and say, "What am I?" <laughs> and they will they will basically say, "You're a 2.5." Blah 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 blah. And here's all the points and blah 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 blah. Like they they know exactly what they're doing, which That's, is kind of exactly what I did. Yeah. When I went to my first competition, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Tell I'm me what I'm here. doing. <laughs> I'm new. Please. Yeah. Please yeah. help. <laughs> please help me. And they're like, "Dope. New cool. fresh blood." <laughs> How. This is a random question that popped in my head. Uh, how prevalent is like 3D printing now with, with that? Actually, it's 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 in there a lot. Okay. In fact, people are now selling like aside from like replacement parts that go into the vehicle, right. which to be honest, with a vehicle that doesn't go that fast uh, compared to like the bashers and stuff, like mm-hmm. you're not replacing a lot of the internals very much because you're not breaking them very much. But yeah, you know, maybe maybe I want a different bumper. 
Mm-hmm. So we'll just 3D print like a new bumper and stuff and paint it up and look nice. Actually, I do have a 3D printed part on my second truck, which is a 21 Ford Bronco. Same color as my actual oh, car. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, and it uh, it had like a little gap in the back of the chassis that like everything else is like covered because they have like the, the fender flares and stuff that keep water and mud out. But there's like this gap in the back of it. Mm-hmm. It's just an open hole. Anything can hop in there. So I bought a 3d printed fuel tank that slots in into oh that's cool so it just the whole purpose of it is it just blocks that hole right but also it looks like a fuel tank yeah and people sell like little pickaxes and little shovels and roof racks and little coolers and stuff (laughs) you can pack your car for a camping trip and then take it off road like so 3d printing is really big into that part of the hobby and uh, a lot of the scale accessories and stuff and or like you can 3d print the little cones for Mm -hmm. the gates and stuff like and so it makes it a lot cheaper if you have a 3d printer or you could just buy them and they're not that expensive right but if you have one then hey might as well put it use (laughs) yep that's cool yeah i saw that i was like because you're talking about like having various parts and aesthetics and stuff so i was like oh that i wonder if that's a thing and it is 100 percent a thing but do like are you able to like 3d print like a whole like outer shell i have seen people do that yeah so like you you're basically making a hard plastic shell with Mm -hmm. the 3d printed uh body and i mean i've only ever seen people do like custom made like 60s era broncos out of it (laughs) and jeep wranglers because of course it's a jeep wrangler it's always a wrangler it's always a wrangler (laughs) that's cool and so like we already kind of touched on it but like how do you how do you join the shiny thing? How do you how do you join getting into RC cars? I mean, obviously, step one is like buy a truck. Yeah, at your local <laughs> hobby shop, and like this is a different kind of hobby shop than the other kinds of hobby shops that we've talked about. Yeah, we've talked about like a comic shop. We've talked about like a shop that has models and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is a, like the third kind of hobby shop, and it's, it's like a RC. traditional. Yeah. Quote unquote traditional. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to have like RC cars and like trains and stuff. They'll probably also have model cars and model rockets and stuff there. Mm -hmm. That's a quick Google search like RC car hobby shop near me. Yeah. I guarantee you (laughs) there's going to be a couple around. That's cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, you go there and you basically say, hey, I want to try out this hobby. And they're going to be like, that's really cool. Here's a bunch of trucks. (laughs) And, uh, you, there's two, there's actually at this point, there's three different major scales. And the traditional, the one that I have, is a one-tenth scale truck. So it's about a foot and a couple inches and stuff. Like, it's a it's a fairly decently sized truck. It's mm-hmm. pretty big. It's bigger than most people expect it to be. And then there's a one-eighth scale truck, which is even bigger, but more expensive. But they actually recently started selling one, I think, 18th, one twenty-four. They're like little trucks. Okay. And uh, they're meant for like indoor crawls and stuff and just kind of like maybe set up all your books and make an obstacle <laughs> course and you can crawl over that and stuff. And those are cheaper in an excellent way into the hobby because they're still a lot of fun. You're not spending as much and uh, like, well, what if I don't like it and stuff? Well, get get one of the little ones and try it out. And if you're like, I want to scale it up, now it's time to scale it up. Hmm. Yeah, but that, I think that uh, a lot of those places that run competitions for the one eight one ten scale will also run competitions for the eighteen twenty four. I don't remember <laughs> what scale gotcha. they are. Well, we have we have one. Uh, I want to say out in the Sterling Heights direction, St. Clair Shores area, mm-hmm. 
that uh, they have an indoor and outdoor crawl track and stuff that you can go to and just bring your truck to oh, and just cool. drive around yeah. down. So, like, I'm sure those kinds of hobby shops also exist. Yeah, there there is one. Uh, there's one in high school. It's long since closed, unfortunately, but uh, that's where I'd play 40k. But they had a back that so that back area for tabletop gaming. But then they also had a huge back area for racing mm-hmm. RC cars. And so, you know, you'd be playing your game rolling dice and you'd just hear the constant whine of, <laughs> whine of the RC cars as they go by. I know they did a lot of RC stuff, but I don't know if it was I remember that shop having, like, uh, an event out in the parking lot one time. My dad oh, and I went yeah. to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they focused mainly on racing or, main, or mostly, or if they branched out into crawling or not well but. crawling is kind of a more modern part okay. of the hobby like it's i i want to say it's only been a thing for like 10 years oh, that's okay. just me though i it could yeah. be very wrong yeah yeah um, again we're not experts, <laughs> not experts. <laughs> but uh i thought of something you just oh yes once you have the truck like you don't have to go to the shop to, to run it and stuff you can go to like a local hiking trail and just run it there. Yeah. Actually, uh, my my father in law also has one mm-hmm. because I bought it for him. <laughs> and we were on uh, vacation up in the Upper Peninsula outside of Marquette, mm-hmm. and there's a place there called Sugarloaf Mountain. Oh yep. And yep. this is a mountain in Michigan terms, which means that it's about 150 steps to the top, <laughs> and you can see Marquette, and it's really nice. But what we did is that we brought the trucks and we put them down in the parking lot. And you're not allowed to touch it again until we get to the top. <laughs> and we made it to the top. Like, it was really fun because there's a lot of rocks and roots and stuff because it's a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to, like, climb over all that stuff and get up there. And people get invested. Oh, I bet. People would pass us on the way up and be like, "Yo, hey, what you doing? And stuff like, oh, we're driving <laughs> these trucks. They're like, that was really cool. Like, I never thought of doing that and stuff. And then we'd see them on the way back down. And they'd be like, ah, oh, you're almost there. Like, ah. like, and then, like, I had, a you know, the F-150 at the time and my uh, father-in-law has a Blazer. So they're like, oh, don't let the Chevy yeah, beat you. Yeah, of course. Oh, get, get really into it and stuff. <laughs> so, like, you can run those things anywhere yeah no no that makes sense i mean mm-hmm. i'm now i'm just thinking like all mountain Heinz. that'd be cool to do it. <laughs> i've i've taken up and down Heinz a couple of different places yeah. like you don't even have to go very far with them you no. can just find like a rock pile I'm like this is good and then yeah. try and climb the rock pile let's go <laughs> i think my father-in-law mentioned like uh one of his friends was doing construction and stuff so it's just a giant <laughs> pile of dirt yeah he's like i'm gonna see if i can get to the top of it i was just thinking that, and, <laughs> i was just thinking that'd be so funny to go to like a place that sells like dirt and gravel and stuff. And just like, yeah, be like Actually, hey, <laughs> I gotta say, like, when we had like a bunch of construction recently, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, like the you know where like they make those giant piles of yep, dirt yep. Uh, on inside like the the on and off ramps mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kept looking at it like, man, <laughs> I <laughs> wish I could take my truck. To, it would be so cool. Who do I contact? <laughs> uh, I can't take it there. I'll get in trouble. Yeah, dear, dear construction company, do not get yourself in trouble doing this. Hobby. <laughs> please do. Yeah, please do not uh, trespass. <laughs> no trespassing. <laughs> Public parks. Public yeah. parks and hiking trails. Yes. <laughs> Private property only with the consent of whoever owns that property. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, like there are people around that will like they have like big crawl courses. Like they own like a bunch of land, so they have like this giant crawl course. So they'll just like build one and then be like, hey, like to the community, like on Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. who wants to come out like next Saturday to my house and you know run this stuff? And I guarantee people will be like, heck yeah, let's do it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh boy. <laughs> let's take a paintball gun. <laughs> 
try it, try strap, it to, <laughs> strap it to it and <laughs> do a remote firing system and bring it to a paintball match. Because oh, no. a woods ball match, you know, you're outdoors in the woods. <laughs> you just have it crawl up, you know, crawl behind some uh, You get some good distance and, out of them, too. Yeah. My, the, my, the same father-in-law has, like, a stretch of land that goes way back. Like, it's a narrow mm-hmm. strip of land that goes really far. And I was like, I just want to know how far my RC car can go. And I figured once, you know, once it stops moving, I can you know, take a couple steps forward and then bring it back. Right. Uh, but it never actually went out of wow. range. It, I couldn't see it anymore. Like, I could just That's barely crazy. see, like, the top of it just kind of bouncing yeah. as it hits little bumps and stuff. But it was way out there. So, I was like, these things can go a really long way. Yeah, I meant to ask that earlier and then i forgot so i'm glad you brought it up <laughs> i forgot to ask that it was like yeah the range that's crazy yeah like and then like different channels and stuff so you don't interfere with each other right. and whatnot <laughs> he, actually that same father-in-law built a little little crawl course in his backyard because he had a lot of leftover stuff when he redid mm-hmm. his roof and all that so he built oh, like, nice. <laughs> he built an obstacle course Perfect. off to the side in his yard that we they run around on from time to time that's awesome. <laughs> Actually broke my truck the last time I went there because Rip. the steering servo on it was plastic. Mm-hmm. Well, the the horn on the steering servo is plastic. Mm-hmm. And I guess I got like a high torque uh, steering servo, so my tires will always turn. Instead mm-hmm. of like, ah, maybe. Thing is, when the, when the horn on it is plastic and it doesn't want to turn, it just rips the plastic gears, just sheared them right off. So mm-hmm. it just didn't work anymore. So I had to replace it with a metal horn. Uh, but that's an easy fix. Yeah. So. Well, cool. More annoying than anything else. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you want to share about the hobby? Oh, now you got to go and put me on the spot like that. I know. Um, hmm. I'm the worst. Yeah, it's <laughs> truly terrible. I think I've said pretty much everything I want to say about it right now. Like, RC cars in general are just a really fun and really cool hobby, but right. like, it's much like the other hobbies that I somehow have gathered <laughs> can be somehow. very expensive if you let it. Mm-hmm. And so, like... You got to kind of know what you're getting into. So, you know, do some research on what you want to want to do with it. And that's why I recommend getting the tiny ones because they're yeah. cheaper and you'll that's figure it out pretty quickly if you want to keep doing stuff or not. No, that's definitely a good, good advice. Um, oh, yeah, I might have to. Dang it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I've been looking for an excuse to get the small truck. So I know, twist my arm. Yeah, we, we, I've we, seen people build like... Uh, I want to say four foot by eight foot like tray tables mm-hmm. that just leave in the garage and they put like dirt and stuff on it oh, and rocks yeah. and all that. And oh, they basically cool. make an indoor little rock crawl table that they can play around with, with their tiny trucks. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun to be honest. <laughs> maybe put, maybe put like a little plastic tub in it for a little water. And yeah. Bloop, and Ooh. That'd be half of the fun too, building a course for it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of that, that's right. right. Okay. This is the thing I wanted to bring up that uh, okay, you asked me go. about. I actually had plans to incorporate uh, a crawl course into my landscaping at my house. Ooh. So, like, it looks nice. It looks classy. It's functional too. It also works <laughs> as a rock crawl course for my RC truck. That's awesome. Uh, I haven't done it yet, but I I want to. Yeah. And I think at this point, we're probably just be like, you know what? We'll wait for when we move and then. Then we'll think about doing that. Then, then you can implement it as you, as you yeah, yeah, as we actually make the landscaping. Yeah. It's like, well, there's also a little path here that you see that's a different <laughs> color rocks because that's where my truck goes. That's cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Uh, if that, that's, uh, I don't know why I can't speak anyway, but um, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit us with the socials if you don't have anything All right, else? Well, let me, you know, actually. Pull up the socials here because I forgot to do that. <laughs> One moment, please. Loose episode today. <laughs> socials, there we go. All right. So 
the socials. If you want to hit us with an um, actually, you have any comments or questions that you want to hit, you know, or just say hi, you know, that'd be fun too. You can uh, reach us at theshinypod at gmail.com. You can also reach us at the Shiny Things Podcast on Facebook. And you can reach us at the underscore shiny, the underscore pod on Twitter and or X, depending on how you lean on that one. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, enjoy a new hobby. Yeah, thank you so much.